0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It really is one of the most popular vacations. It was years ago. It still is. I'm talking about cruising. We're going cruising today, and we are going to let you know everything about cruising and cruises that you're afraid to ask. And we can ask this guy. Don't be afraid. He's got all the answers. He's never intimidating because he's got so much information and background and he is the guy behind Cadillac Vacations. And they do lots of cruises for lots of people. He's been on lots of cruises. David Fishman is on the program with us.
1: Hey, David, how you doing?
0: Good. How are you? I am yep. good. Yep.
1: I'm on, let's see. I just got done with my 67th cruise. I might know a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit
1: about cruising. All right. I think I got a little bit of water in my ear right now. I'm not sure. just, there's, I'm waterlogged, so I think I could help him out a little bit with cruising today.
0: Uh, Blown away. If I had a guess after all these years, I would think that, I don't know, maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe 28 cruises, something like that. Unbelievable. Uh, Let's dig right in. Uh, There's lots of different ships. There's a different cruise line, different ship for everybody. When you hear about... The term mass market. Mass market ships. What does that mean? Mass
1: market ships are the Carnivals, the Royal Caribbeans, the Hound Americas, the Princess, yeah. the Costas, the um, those type of ships, the big ships, as I like to call them. Gotcha. Where you have anywhere from two, three, four, five, six thousand um, 6,000 people on board a ship. They have to market themselves. NCL is another one, for example. Norwegian cruise lines, they market themselves to the masses. And so that's why I call them the mass market ships. And they all have their own characters too, by the way. It's just, you know, every ship is, you know, I always say it's not a one-size-fits-all. Fit, Travel is not a one-size-fits-all. I sure. always, people, you know, will go to place and they say, you have to go on this cruise line or you have to go here. And I always say, my favorite. So, Steve, what size shoe do you wear? Uh, that would be a nine and a half, ten. You don't mind if I sell, sell, uh, sell you size seven, do you? Uh, not going to fit. <laughs> That's what the internet will sell you. That's what other people will sell you. So, you know, working with another other thing is a travel professional that does know about the cruising and does know about all the different types of ships and their personalities and what they're going to offer you and your family is hugely important because it isn't a one size fits all. And that is really big, even in the mass market ships. They have different personalities. There's a right ship out there for you. So those are the mass market ships, the big ships, the ones that are out there. The biggest is coming out. Actually, I will be going on the inaugural of it in January, the Icon of the Seas, Royal Caribbean. Mm. It's got like 12 neighborhoods, 12 neighborhoods. I don't even live by 12 neighborhoods. (laughs) It's like 12 neighborhoods. It's going to be quite interesting. So I'm excited to share that when I go on that too. So. How um, do you how do you make me.
0: that decision? All right. So the mass market ships, we've heard of the names before. Um, you know, Carnival and onward. Yeah. How do you decide? And is it reasonable? And and take this from w- where I'm coming here, where I'm going with it. Call the mass market chips like the the big brands, like the McDonald's, like the, the yeah. those those, those, you know, kind of for everybody, you know, most most people, you know, would like McDonald's or, you know, pick any other, you know, major well, fast food chain. So we'd say it's
1: yeah. the fast fast food of, of cruising, maybe, yeah. but I mean, some of them might be more like uh, an Applebee's. And then occasionally, you know, when you get to luxuries, now you're in a Capital Grill or Ruth Chris. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah. if you want to compare them, that's kind of how you kind of go down the line. You know, it's almost like hotels. You got your Motel Sixes and then you move up to the holidays, Best Westerns, then you move into the Marriott's and the Sheratons, and everything, then you move into the Ritz-Carlton's and the Four Seasons. Gotcha. Cruise lines are kind of along that path. Hmm. There is something interesting that's going on with some of the mass market cruises. Um like the celebrities, like the NCLs, um, and um celebrity and NCL are doing it. Uh and then Royal Caribbean's gonna start doing it. Uh MSC, which is another mass market ship, is doing it, and that's the hotel, the cruise ship within the cruise ship. So now you're kind of catering to that both audience. And the reason they're doing that is you got maybe an older clientele that liked the amenities of the big ship, but like a small ship type of feel, hmm. or maybe there's multi-generational. So now you have the older okay. family, members, the, the, the grandparents that are taking the whole family, the family, the kids and everything can be in the, what we call the general population, the big area of the ship. Why the, Adults or the grandparents can be in the higher end part of the ship. For example, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, people might understand this. There's Mandalay Bay. People know Mandalay Bay. Yep. They they may not know that the top three or four floors is the Four Seasons. Hmm.
0: I wasn't aware. I I was there. I'm talking like 2001, somewhere around there. Uh, I don't know if they had that back then, but. Uh,
1: and I think it had just reopened or whatever uh didn't yeah. even
0: know didn't even know that yeah. that was that at that at that location,
1: so that's sort of the concept so in n c l they have the haven in celebrity they have the um oh my God, just do a blank on it. um, they have their specialty area, sorry uh the yacht club is on m s c uh royal Crimians is is, is uh, coming up with theirs next, so it's a high end. Where they'll have special areas, special bars, special pools, uh, the reserves, sorry, and Celebrity has a reserve, have these special areas, special restaurants just for this area. But yet they have the amenities of the big ship because there are nice amenities for big ships. Like there'd be Broadway shows that you're not going to get on the small ships. Or they'll have, um, and Seattle, for example, has your unique race car track. their their go-kart track (laughs) their new ship has got a three-level race car track full-size go-karts it's outstanding to be very honest i mean i was doing it in alaska with the snow coming down what a surreal experience all right so um, they have those combined experiences of more amenities that you don't get on some of the smaller ships is really kind of what makes it unique. So you get the the combo experience. So that's what's happening now with some of the larger ships. You're getting that combination.
0: What do you ask for if you want that concept? The 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 ship within a ship.
1: Well, it just, you know, a lot of times it's multi-generational or might be the people that say, I love going on this cruise. I like going on celebrity. I like going on Royal Caribbean. I like going on Carnival. I'd like whatever that cruise, but Carnival doesn't have yet. But you know, I'm. I I want it. I'd like the nicer cabin. I like the suites. Okay, and some of the things. But so, how would you like to have you know your own special area on board the ship, along with having all the amenities of the ship? Would that work well for you? A lot of people do like that. They like the bigger ships. They they like that type of environment. So this gives them the best of both worlds. Hmm. In terms
0: of the number of people on those ships can't you know, call it the ship within a ship what what typical numbers are we looking at or it's pretty much like you know the mass market cruises oh
1: you mean percentage wise of the ship uh no uh, just
0: total volume total volume passengers total passenger number well
1: the total passengers will range on the mass market ships I say they usually range from 18 fifteen to 1800 up to six thousand
0: and on these others, those the ship within those. a ship what numbers are we looking at or is it pretty same, awesome? same, same thing
1: same. On, on those ships some of those two thousand three thousand passenger ship, 1800, like the, the celebrity came out with the edge class. I like to say celebrity is the high end, one of the high end providers in the mass market ships. Okay. Really nice. We're really we're, caters we're talking to Applebee's people. <laughs> we're, we're, well, maybe even a, you know, step above. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and especially to go into the reserve. Not, now you're talking, you know, more of a, you know, a capital grill, a Ruth Chris type of environment. But you'd still get the Applebee's pieces of it on the other side, too. But, I mean, they've gone to a more luxury, they used to call it modern luxury on Celebrity, and they've done a fantastic job on their edge-class ships. Fantastic. So um, Hmm. those are like 2,000, 2,500 passengers. Those, those, Those are fantastic ships for someone that wants to go. More adults, less family, fits it really well, but like a bigger ship but not huge, but a bigger ship. Okay. I mean fantastic restaurants, really nice.
0: All right, I'm feeling a more intimate smaller ship. That's what I'm looking for. Maybe I've cruised um, Carnival, I've done the big stuff. What am I looking at here?
1: Now I take you down. Now I'm going to get to the what I call the mid-level luxury type ships and that is like I just went on Oceana, which their foodies will love it. It's a very foodie Ship. Matter of fact, I actually took a cooking class on board the ship. Made some amazing food. For some fantastic chefs teaching me. Mm. It was a really great experience. And that's about eleven hundred passengers. Um, really luxurious. Very nice. Uh, appointed very well, and just a little bit more higher level service and some better amenities in regards to maybe the products in the bathroom or the towels, or the bedding, or the service level, or the, some of the public areas, or the food. Now you're taking it up to another notch. Azamara is kind of in that mid-level range as well, as I like to call it. Same size type of ships. Uh, so those those two are kind of in that range until we kind of kick in. the next level some people think that celebrity kind of enters that in a little bit i think they are on the high end of that market but so that's more of a mid-range uh more of a luxury now when you now we take it to the deluxe or unique i'm going to give it deluxe and unique because i would say Windstar Mm. has like 100 passenger sea dreams is a luxury luxury yacht experience 110 passengers, 90 crew, okay? Then you get into Star Clipper. That's a more casual. That's a different experience, but the smaller ship. So now we get into really small ships. But the luxury ships, Cedron's in that luxury, luxury yacht-type feel. Then you get into the Seaborn, Regent, Silver Seas. Those are the three major players in the luxury, luxury market. They all range in three to four hundred up to seven, eight hundred of um, crystal. I should throw crystal in there, even though they're in the mid-range of size. They're like 900 to a thousand passengers. So it gives you a luxury experience with a little bit bigger ship. They did have some issues, just throwing it out there. They're coming back into the market. Uh, they were owned by a uh a company out of Japan, um, and they kind of went belly up kind of in the COVID days. So mm-hmm. now there are two ships. Two ships they have left are bought by Abercrombie and Ken. If anyone knows Abercrombie and Ken, have heard that name. Uh very high-end tour operator. So that's so Crystal has wow. always done a fantastic job. So Seaborn, Silver Seas, Regent Crystal. They're the deluxe high-end ships ranging from three, four hundred passengers up to 900,000 passengers. Wow.
0: When we talk about, you mentioned the Windstar. I was on the Windstar. Whew, I'm afraid to even say what you're. Year. <laughs> 150 years ago. I know. Same, me were, too. Were I was dead. about 150 years ago. Was there was, it was guys rowing on the side. To, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we,
1: we threw them... You know, food, uh, you know, yeah. from the buffet.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> the, the, the quarters were a little musty, but uh, it was nice. There was only 100 passengers, though. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it was, like, 34 years ago I was on the Windstar, and uh, it was an experience. It was a unique experience. Um, I wonder what it's like today, but I'm sure it, it was. 100 passengers, so it was, like, two crew members per
1: passenger. Yeah. They, um, they have been um, – Taken over a few times. Okay. So they're they're carving their niche again. Um, I love that that type of experience. It's very intimate. Oh yeah. I just love when you, you know you walk up to a bar and the bartender knows your name and knows what you like to drink. Uh, yeah, I mean that's just, that's a great experience.
0: You're a superstar. You're a you know forget the the name celebrity cruises. You are the celebrity on a cruise like this, but it comes with a price tag. You know it depends on what you want to experience, what you want to pay for.
1: Yeah, and I mean, but but the it it it's a nice price point considering what they're offering. And they they have carved a really nice little niche. Um, I think Windsor, in particular, is a pretty good steal if you want a smaller, intimate experience. Uh, mm-hmm. Your experiences are what you create while you go into the ports. It's not as much what the ship sometimes can offer, although sometimes the ship has. Um, the, you know the, the toys off the back of the boat yeah 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 the trims has it the jet skis and all the little toys and sure. the kayaks and the paddle boards and things like that that's kind of fun but it doesn't it's not a, as a um public space driven like the big casino or the workout area or anything they all have spas though some are smaller than others but so you can still have your some of your spa experiences but a little bit less going on in the evening entertainment wise so more entertaining yourself. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I had a chef on Sea Dreams, which is another one uh that I, I really, really like the ship. It's it's like your own yacht, like I said, like you said, one-to-one crew to whatever. Uh incredible, uh, incredible service. But the chef got to was like going into port. I could go shopping with him or buying food, and he's like making the food that night for me. It was I, I think I hugged him and I was crying when I left because the food was so good. <laughs> and it was, it, it was so a unique experience because it's like someone's, it's like having a private shop, your private boat. It was just a really amazing experience. Yeah. They do, and seaborn does this and Sea Dreams does this and a few other ships where they do the caviar bar in the ocean. Oh yeah. Yeah. They take you to a private beach and they float the caviar with crackers and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, they got They got the guys in the water up to their waist going in there and they're they're floating and you're sitting there in the ocean eating caviar, drinking champagne. That's, that's the luxury high end luxury experience.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, The next question I have to ask, and especially if we're talking about smaller ships, but it could be in a bigger ship. Are you going to get seasick? Okay.
1: So the (laughs) ships nowadays, Ballast the things are built to not move a lot. They're just built so much better. Um, I just literally went on a hundred and eighty passenger ship to Antarctica this year, hundred and eighty passenger, where it's two days through the Drake Passage where the Atlantic and the Pacific meet in the Amazon River. I like to call it a ping pong ball and a washing machine mm. for two days. Wow. I was definitely apprehensive and I loved the cruise, but I was apprehensive. And I'm the guy that can drive the, the water ski boat and have to jump off because I'm going to get seasick. Okay. So I am the ultimate seasick person. And so Chris boat, oh, sorry. Um, peanut gallery here. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, Please share. What do you got there? Yeah. Let me do. I right, got up here. She's going to have to join us for a minute. This is Edith. Ah, uh, adorable. The, wow. The Cadillac travel mascot
0: it, you know what that's
1: that's me. the Cadillac canine Ca- Cadillac canine that's exactly what she is <laughs> so um so we went on this ship and he had great concerns because the average waves were around 5 to 15 feet and one night we had 25 20 to 25 foot waves and I tell you it handled it like a champ um really s- quite smooth considering the water that was, that we were going through. So these big ships, you don't feel anything, especially the mass market ships. You virtually feel nothing where they're cruising. The waters are usually smooth. Um, even when you start getting into the Mediterranean, the last ship I was on Oceania was in the Baltic. You don't even know you're on a ship. Mm. That's the other thing. Real- you don't realize you're on a ship because you don't really feel hardly any motion. Wow. So if I can cruise and I can go through the Drake passage, anybody can cruise i will give you the seasickness the ones that are really really concerned very sensitive gonna get seasick here are your options down and dirty the patch it's a patch you wear behind your ear a little groggy for you know the first day is a little bit fuzzy but after that you're fine don't you're not supposed to drink too much on it but for the really, really pushing the envelope, that is concerned, the patchwork works well. I use non-drowsy boning. They have dramamine is very similar. Meclizine is the kind of the, the, big the one. name name. Yeah, the, the medical drug name um, works like a charm. Never have a problem. It's a, a pill you don't even have to swallow if you want. It's raspberry and just kind of suck out of it, and you take that two hours before you cruise. You're good to go. And some people don't want to take anything or have any drugs. You can use the wristbands. They work pretty good. Little pressure point wristbands. They're probably the next. And then you can start getting into like ginger or some natural things that help too. Um, They work okay. If you're going to go for the crossings, forget about it. You got to have more of the Howard service, the big guns. But if you're going to go and it's in some of these ships, most of the time you can get away with nothing. So So I didn't use any. Yeah,
0: You didn't have it? Nothing.
1: This last cruise through the Baltic Sea? Nothing.
0: So to to your your examples here, and thank you for the the transparency, Uh, that Windstar 34 years ago, they didn't have the technology. And we went through a storm. Just happened to be. Uh, I was on a lower level. I saw the water come over my porthole every time the waves came up. It was a little, you know, you could feel it. Let me just say that. However, what do we got working here? We have not advanced weather and radar back 34 years ago. So you didn't know the storm was what it was. So, you know, now they steer around everything. And we didn't have the stabilization that we have today. So if you're giving an example, you know, 15-foot waves, and you're barreling right through. You don't even know you're on yeah. the ship.
1: The, the stabilizers are amazing. And you hit on something that's really important because people say, Oh my God! You know what about during hurricane season or these seasons, or you know what about those things? The advanced technology and weather forecasting, and the fact you're on multi-million dollar, billion-dollar ships, yeah, billion-dollar ships. You think they're going to put one of those in harm's way? <laughs> <laughs> Your itinerary may change, but you're going to not have a problem. And I've been on ships where I see it pouring a hundred, you know, yards off or a hundred feet off to to my to my right. And I'm sitting in the sun and I had watched the ship just kind of navigate its way through into the yep. beautiful weather and staying out of the weather patterns. They're, so,
0: they're not going to take those chances. Yeah. And every t- once in a while you hear a little thing about a ship got stuck here, whatever. It's like the airlines, you know, people who are afraid to fly. And I respect that. That's everybody's their own situation. How many versus how many flights take off? How many accidents have happened? And same thing. Same thing with the ships. There's so many ships out there at sea. How often do you hear of an issue? They're not going to take a chance. They don't want the bad press either. They don't want to damage their, you know, billion dollar fleet. Uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's not, it's, it's not, it's a non-issue really <laughs> when you think about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: which brings you to, because we've heard a lot of this during COVID and these are things, the, the, the elephant in the room, the few elephants in the room. One, yeah. am I going to feel closer forward? I'm stuck on a ship. Oh. No. The 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 ships that are out now that the the biggest ships out two and a half times around the perimeter of the ship is a mile. Do the math. The ship is almost a quarter mile long. You it's a floating island, it's a floating resort. There's so much to do. You don't even see half the ship. It takes you three or four days just to see the whole ship. So the claustrophobic are worried about that type of thing not at all now they have outdoor dining venues on these ships so you're dining right and you're looking over the ocean it is outstanding you have outdoor show water shows on the back of the ship on the royal caribbean ships that are phenomenal unbelievable climbing walls surfing there's so much to do you're not going to be bored Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be phosphophobic. Now, a big one, norovirus, if we all have heard of that, the gastrointestinal stuff, the GI stuff. Here's a statistic that most people don't know. More people get sick on a daily basis in restaurants than they will ever happen on a cruise ship. But on a cruise ship, when it happens, when 100, 200 people get sick, then it's a story. On a daily basis, the 2s, the 4s, the twenty. Maybe even 100 people in a restaurant They go home and they, they might call the restaurant, but they don't call the news. So you don't hear about it. Mm. So statistically, more people get sick on a daily basis from food in restaurants and in grocery stores than they do on a cruise ship. Cruise ships are the original Perel hand sanitizer people, hand washing stations when you go into the buffets areas. It, it just doesn't ha- It's a really clean, clean environment. I'll take it to another level. There's another one. Concerns about safety, safety and travel, especially with families. Families nowadays, it's a really can be scary traveling. Mm -hmm. Are someone going to come kidnap my kids or is something going to happen to my kids? Cruise ships. Last time I can't say I've ever seen anyone swim up to a cruise ship and kidnap your child. Just saying. Okay. It's a long swim and it's a deep water and coming on board the ship. You got to be ID'd, photo ID, all the people that work there are vetted and, and ID'd. Get on and off the ship, both directions, always IDs, photos, the whole thing. So they know everyone that's on the ship, off the ship, who's on the ship, the background. It is the safest trip you can take with a family that exists for health-wise, as well as safety and security. It's incredible.
0: I want to address, I just, before we run out of time, I want to illustrate your points. I live in the New York area. There was just a little girl, think she was eight, abducted. They yeah. found, found her. She's fine. Uh but she was taken from a campsite, okay? On a ship. There's cameras everywhere. There's nowhere everywhere. to hide. That's number 1. Number 2, I can't think of the last time I read a story about anybody getting sick on a on a cruise ship. Google K U M O. Kumo. It's a restaurant. It's about 15 minutes from my studio where I am now. Uh it is now closed. Everybody raved about this restaurant. Guess what? People were in there about three weeks ago. Uh, I don't want to be gross here, but uh, as yeah. soon as they ate, projectile was going on, yeah. like rapid yeah. fire. Uh, people were hospitalized. People are suing KUMO. There you go. Uh, when was the last yeah. time? I, I can't remember the last time on a ship, but there's a restaurant. And that was, I've eaten there many times. Hibachi, it's fantastic.
1: It's not yeah. there anymore.
0: <laughs> so there you go. That's I just mean, to illustrate everything you just said.
1: Right. And, you know, one of the last things that I think I want to touch on real quickly is, will I get fat cruising? Well, most people will get fat on vacations anyways. And there's a reason for that because you don't usually eat dessert or eat as many meals as you do on vacation as you do at home. It's just a natural thing. But on cruise ships, what they've done is there's nicer workout facilities and these unbelievable menu items that they put on to make sure that you're still eating healthy. Mm. And by the way, they'll cater to any type of gluten-free vegetarian. Sure. You name it. They got it, you know, paleo, they got it all on cruise ships. They'll, they'll take care of any type of guy you want, but the workout facilities are fantastic on this last ship. And some people, I don't want to work out on vacation. Well, there's a lot of people who are workoutaholics, but there's so much more to do there. You can do walking. You can do yoga classes. There's so many healthy things to do on board a ship that makes, I used I go, I get to work out so I can eat more and feel good about it. So wow. you're not going to get fat unless you just want to sit there and eat bonbons all the time, but you can do that at home as well. And,
0: so. and uh, you know when I think back to land vacations, going to the Caribbean, I just plop my butt down on the beach and bring me tropical drinks all day. On a ship, you're walking around, checking things out, you're going on excursions. So uh, don't want to run out of time, but if anybody is thinking about a cruise, or just want some insight? The only way to do it is through a travel specialist, a professional like you, David. Because what you said before, one size does not fit all. You're going to fit somebody and their family if they travel with their family on the right ship, exactly what they're looking for. How do we find you?
1: So you can find uh, I'm David Fish from Cadillac Travel Group. Uh, as I said, we've been in business forty years. So I started when I was five. I'm a child prodigy. Uh, you can reach us at www.cadillactravel.com, uh, info at Cadillac Travel or david at You can email us, call us at 1-800-369-TRIP, 8747 or 248-358-5330. Find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, wherever you want to look for us. We'll be there and we'll take care of you and make your the unknown unforgettable, as we like to say at Cadillac Travel. Yeah. We, we make it special and we're with you every step of the way from the beginning to the middle to the end and make sure you have an amazing experience.
0: I could go on all day talking with you. I love it. Like there's so much to know so much to learn. It's exciting. I always feel like I'm on vacation every time we get together. Uh, But yeah, anybody looking a book, there it is. David, thank you so much for, for being here today.
1: Thank you, Stephen. Thank the government for not shutting down because that would have really screwed up travel. (laughs) And and then there's that. (laughs) I was going to talk about it, but thank God they didn't shut down because we screwed it down air traffic control and uh, that goes. Yep. We got problems. Say so no more. <laughs> we're still traveling gang. Get out there. Get on board. All right. We'll be right back.
0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I like things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference.
1: Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.